0: Today is one of my favorite feast days of the year because we get to celebrate three different great events in one occasion. The first time I remember celebrating all three epiphanies was the day that my twins, Oliver and Annika, were baptized. And it was during Pastor Mueller's introduction to the day that I learned of the three great epiphanies. The ancient church saw Epiphany not as a single event feast, but as an idea feast. Epiphany celebrates the manifestation, the making known of Christ. And by the fourth century, Epiphany includes not only the birth of Christ and the visit of the Magi, it also includes Jesus' baptism and the first miracle at Cana. We will read all three of these Epiphany accounts today. And several of the hymns we will sing refer to all three of them. Now, as I said, epiphany means manifestation. A big word, I know, and one that we don't use much outside of church. Manifestation is the making known of something important, a sign that shows something clearly. And so the first epiphany happens when a bright star leads the magi to the infant Jesus. And Jesus is revealed as Savior, as Lord, as King. The presence of God is made known in a very real and tangible, understandable way. And the Magi, sometimes called the wise men, are the ones who signify all the nations of the earth, who follow the light and come to know Jesus as the chosen one of God. So who is Jesus? To the Eastern Orthodox Church, Jesus' baptism is the great epiphany. St. John of Chrysostom, an early church father, had said this, We give the name Epiphany to the Lord's baptism because he was not made manifest to everyone when he was born, but only when he was baptized. For until then, he was unknown to the people at large. Eastern Christians celebrate the arrival of the Magi at Christmas. An epiphany is about Jesus being made manifest, revealed, made known at his baptism. They call it a theophany, a divine revelation. The heavens are opened and a divine voice thunders, You are my beloved Son. Our baptism into Christ is a new birth, a new beginning. Like a star, it shines with hope and promise. Yet our baptism is also death, dying to sin, dying to the old, standing in solidarity with all who suffer, trusting that there will be a great epiphany for our lives as well. And the third great epiphany is the miracle at Cana, when Jesus turns water into wine, This is the first of Jesus' signs, but it's much more than that. It's a great epiphany revealing that there is always more. More grace. More meaning. More for us hidden in unknown places. And isn't that the transformation that we seek? Jesus, come, surprise our dullness. Make us willing to receive more than we can imagine, all the best you have to give. Even when all looks hopeless, the Epiphany star shines bright, and everything tastes new, everything looks different, and we are ready and open for the arrival. So let us soak it all in today. Let us open our eyes ears, hearts, and minds to experience the three great epiphanies this day as we welcome the Magi, baptize Eleanor, and participate in the great feast that Christ offers for us today. May we all be open to the mystery and all that Christ reveals to us this day and always. Amen.
1: Frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned, warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they offered for their own country by another road. Word of God, word of life. Praise to you, God.
0: I invite the congregation to be seated, and I also invite all the children to come forward so we can talk about these people who are up front here. Are there any children around today? Good. There's got to be more than one, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Come on up, kids. You can come take a look and... Great. Good to see you up here. All right. Well, today's a very special day. You maybe heard me talk about it a little bit before. But today we're celebrating three great epiphanies. But right now, we're paying attention to the epiphany that is marked by these... Where's your stuff? Uh Uh-oh. Patty, we need the incense. Can you bring it back? Yes. Thanks. Okay. All right, well, so we have our three people up here. What are these three people called? Does anybody know? What's that? Ben? Three wise men. men. Yeah, but they're not all men, are they? Look at this. We, like at Holy Trinity, we want to make sure that we're inclusive of everybody, no matter what the color of your skin, no matter your gender identity, no matter, no matter male or female. And we don't know for sure that the three wise ones who came to visit Jesus were male. They might have been, there might have been a woman. We don't know. And so we like to represent, and part of what these three wise ones represent is all the people of the world who follow the star, who follow the light of Jesus, who follow God's ways. And so they represent all of God's people, not just the three wise ones in history. Now, what do we know about these magi, these three wise ones? What do we know about them? What what kind of presents do they bring to Jesus? An Xbox? (laughs) Yeah, what? Myrrh, incense, and gold. Right, so we have over here What's in here? Let's take a look. Thank you, Patty. Right. So look at here. We've got this little box, and what do we have inside there? You see? Whoa, gold coins, right? I should run right to the bank as soon as I'm done here. But I'm not. These are gifts for Jesus. They gave Jesus gold. What was a baby going to do with gold? I don't know, but it was a representation of the good things that were to come. Now let's see, what's this? Has anybody ever seen frankincense before? Yeah? Anybody want to take a look? Come on up and you can smell it. It's frankincense. Frankincense is an incense. It's a little thing that we burn. That's what we get the smoke from when we go around the congregation, when we process in. Incense is used to mark some things as holy. So when the pastor takes this incense bowl and goes around the altar, and when the, when the pastor puts it in front of you, or when the pastor puts it in front of our icon of Mary, or especially when we put it in front of the cross where Jesus is up there, we're marking it as holy and we're giving thanks to God for the holy things that God has given to us. Why do you think I sometimes bring it out to the people? Any ideas? Because the people are holy too, and so if you'd like, sometime when the incense is coming your way, you can do you can bow to the. Can you stand up, Justin, and show us how it's done? So if I not and do it to the whole congregation. So when you when it comes in front of you, you just do a simple bow to say thank you, God. Right. So this is incense. Can you all smell it? Incense. What's left? Hmm. What do you have, Molly? Myrrh. Anybody know what myrrh is? Myrrh is a spice, and it's very expensive spice, and they brought myrrh. So um, th- we've got myrrh in there. You can't really smell it in there because it's in a plastic bag. I also hear that it kind of stinks. So we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we keep it in a plastic bag so we don't have to smell how stinky it is. But it's stinky, and it's good, and it's expensive, and it was a gift that was brought to Jesus. Now these wise people, they brought real physical gifts to Jesus. What kind of gifts can we give to God? Yeah. Spiritual gifts. What kind of spiritual gifts can we give to God? Our devotion, yes. We can give ourselves to God. We, yeah, we give ourselves to God because we belong to God. Amen. <laughs> I'm done. That's it. Let's go. All right. Thank you for coming on up. And go back to your seats now as we hear about the next great epiphany.
2: Like a dove on him, and a voice came from heaven You are my son, the beloved, with you I am one. Word of God, word of life.
3: A reading from John. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, "They have no wine." And Jesus said to her, "Woman, what concern is it, is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come." His mother said to the servants, "Do whatever he tells you." Now standing there with six stone uh, now standing there with six stone water jugs uh, for the Jewish rites of purification each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn it knew, drew in the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first and then the inferior wine, after the guests had become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. Word of God, word of life. Thanks to God.